The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. draft miss to you thanks for joining us today my name is ken swanson this is the ap draft show this is a live reaction to the chiefs on the first day of draft miss giving us a running back clyde edwards elaire out of lsu it's the guy that if they were going to take a running back is who we wanted and here to help me talk about him is my dear pals first find him on twitter at jacob morley jake you're gonna gloat here for a second yeah, told you so. I believe <laughs> I believe on this very podcast, last week, I was ridiculed on air, and you guys <laughs> don't get to check the DMs either, but I was also ridiculed off air for suggesting, for having the audacity to suggest that the Chiefs would select running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire out of LSU, who is a fantastic fit in their offense, and I'll get into why and what I think the Chiefs are doing and why I think is really smart, actually. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, you all can – you know what, because I'm right, <laughs> you're wrong. I also – I'm Ryan I, – I got two picks right from tonight's um, draft that really ticked people off. I, in September, I said the Packers – I was like, I just suggested. I said, Jordan Love would be a cool pick for the Packers in the first round. Guess what? It happened. And then I definitely have lots of receipts talking about Clyde being a first-round pick for the Chiefs. So uh, two fan bases who are not super happy about the picks, but I think they're both stellar picks. Yeah, I I think that Chiefs fans are starting to be okay with Clyde Edwards-Elair. I know the analytics community hates it. I believe PFF <laughs> gave it multiple F grades. Oh, who cares what they have to say? And I'm not even the big fan of the running back in round one. Now I'm just flexing. I'm, okay, sorry, go Craig. That's all. That's that's. Tw- I'll find him on Twitter at Barley Hop because Jake's too in his in his own head bragging to introduce Craig Barley Hop. Craig Stout, hello. Yeah, hello. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, listen, I I thought it was funny. We'll get into some of the Brett Veach quotes and things like that. But I want to kind of tease this one. He said that the AFC West clearly was trying to, you know, get into a track meet. You know, he was trying to turn this into a track meet. Guys, Brett Veach just said, y'all can't hang with our track meet. 
Like Clyde is going to come in and make this a significantly better offense for all the reasons that Kent and I talked about yesterday morning when we put out the podcast talking about why running back makes sense for Andy Reid and what he can do. So from that regard, listen, AFC West tried to keep up. They are not going to be able to keep up. They got another dynamic weapon, the Chiefs did. Yeah, here's the thing. I am not a big fan of running back in round one. I think we established that yesterday, and I was scared. And I was scared on the live stream because I, you know, I think there's better positions of value that will help the Chiefs, not just this year, but long term. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, though, what we've maintained for months now. If the Chiefs are going to take one in round one... It might as well be him. <laughs> it might as well be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And here's why. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the best route runner in this entire in this entire running back class. And it's not particularly close. And and what he was asked to do is reflecting, reflective of that. My, Clyde ran up... Like, he was running corner routes from the slot against Alabama and catching touchdowns. He was running a, a dynamic route tree, and he's pretty good at it. He's natural. He's got natural hands. He's able to catch the ball away from his frame. Very comfortable doing that. Uh, and we haven't even gotten to the running back traits. But the running back traits are very good, but the value of the running back traits aren't what people aren't, aren't why he's going to be valuable in Kansas City. I mean, they'll help, but he is a dynamic pass catcher from a from the running back position, and I think that's ultimately his true value. Um I and that's I think ultimately what can kind of help maybe soften the blow of the value of the running <laughs> well, back pick. You you just make it sound like like it's such a tough pill to swallow. It's this, a, it's not this like offensive. Super, it's, it's not that hard, but like I need it, it. It is a little bit, but you're like sorry, you're right. Yeah, like this offensive you, weapon that's going to allow Andy Reid to run <laughs> the whole playbook and make Patrick Mahomes better and score eighty billion points a game. <laughs> Man, this really stinks. Look, I I don't know if I don't know if it's that big of a jump, but I do think it helps. Wait, Jake. No, I was just going to say they went out and picked a guy too that's going to step on the field from day one and be an instant impact starter. That's rare to get at pick thirty-two, unless you're picking a running back. But they picked a running back that is. I mean, if you would, if you would make a running back in a lab, it, it would it, and and suit him for Kansas City. The only thing Clyde does not have is that long speed. That's it. That's all he doesn't doesn't have. But it's good enough. That's you it. Know, the, Le- the Legion of Zoom did not get any zoomier with him. That's for sure. But he's quick. He's quick as lightning. So if you want to say zoom, zoom that way, sure. But um, but he's not gonna <laughs> he's not gonna run away from anyone. But I think he's gonna be that. He's still gonna get you chunk yardage, chunk plays. Um, you you yeah. don't have to just be dependent on Pat on his arm. And even so, you could be you know oh we don't run the ball, dude. Clyde could not. Clyde could have one carry a game. And still be a super impactful player in this offense by catching eight passes. And I think I think that's the point. Like I think that's what you know. I I you know I I'm not. I'm still gonna like from a value perspective. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to argue. You know, Clyde Edwards can't Clyde Edwards Lowe can't play corner, and that's okay. His pass catch value 
will make him a more valuable running back than a lot of other running backs that step onto the field. And that's the thing that I think people need to understand and people need to hang their hats on. From a value perspective, he might he might be able to be more valuable of a running back than other people are accustomed to and why the running backs don't matter your argument is a little bit different. That's the only caveat I'll add question, to this conversation. Question She's for an, both of you. The it, Packers versus yeah. Chiefs game this year. Of the players that played in that game, who was <laughs> no, but who was the best player on the field that day? Aaron because Jones. and not because they handed the ball to him, because they got him <clears> in situations <throat> no. where he had advantageous matchups, and he's a good route runner. Like Clyde Hilaire, he is very much that type of player. So if you if that if you hated seeing Aaron Jones catch 170 passing yards against your Chiefs, well, Hilaire, Hilaire's going to have some games like that. Now, here's the funny part. We hated watching that. We blamed the linebackers. Hated it. Yelled about the linebackers. It's one of the reasons why people are going, nah, you had to draft a linebacker, everything like that. Jake, was Devontae Adams playing in that game? No. No. So the Packers' weapons were not great in that game. The end. Aaron Jones was the end. And Aaron Jones tore him up. Now you get to put a guy... That Andy Reid, oh, this this is great. Brett Veach told Andy Reid, this, he admitted this in the press conference after the thing, told Andy Reid, I need you to watch Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because he reminds me of Brian Westbrook. Andy came back and said, no, he's better. Hey, Kent, you're the primary grader for running backs. I see oh, you doing a happy yeah. dance over there. Who did you player comp Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to? Sorry, I'm just getting ready to stretch. I'm flexing. Uh, I compared Clyde Edwards Elaire to Brian Westbrook. Yep. <laughs> that, the KC Draft Guide is having a good day today. <laughs> a high fit and a, a player comp that Brett Veach brought up. We're having a good day over here at, 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 at KC Draft Guide headquarters. <laughs> I mean, if you think of Clyde as an offensive weapon and not as a running back, just think of him as another offensive weapon. Maybe it becomes more palatable to you. He's not going to run the ball 30 times a game. This isn't Jonathan no. Taylor. You don't need to get him handoffs to really get him going. How many times did Kareem Hunt carry the ball 30 times for crying out loud? Not, like, uh, did he? Did he ever? I'm not sure. I, I will look that up and we'll get back to that in a minute. But this is like, honestly, this is the closest thing the Chiefs are ever going to get to a slot receiver is really what that is. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Chiefs don't really go grab guys that are slot specific, but Clyde definitely has some of the stuff that you're going to want in a, in a, in a slot receiver. I mean, like the, he's going to run some of the routes that you typically see slot receivers run, but my guy is out here running corner routes too. I mean, like he is like, I mean, like I'm telling you this guy's route tree is more dynamic than you're used to with running backs. And, and, and I mean, he runs the the angle route, the H post route, the Texas route, whatever you guys call it. He runs it as good as anybody in this draft class. And the next, the next evolution of NFL offenses is having a guy in your backfield that is essentially a wide receiver that can take handoffs. Um, And the chiefs are going to be at the forefront of that because they already have such an explosive offense in general. And now they have a guy that can do that. Like they might not punt this year, (laughs) <laughs> so you're saying that it's time to cut Dustin Colquitt. That's what Jacob Morley said. No. I bet 
Kareem Hunt is never Kareem didn't Kareem Hunt didn't have thirty carries in a game. By the way, he had twenty nine a couple times. Yeah. Anyways, continue. No, so. that that was my point. Is that that's what I think where we're going to see the NFL start to go. Um, but the mm-hmm. Chiefs are leading the charge. You know, when you talk about nah. NFL offenses in two thousand and twenty, the way the game is played right now, the way the rules are right now, where you know physicality is kind of being taken out of the game. And you want guys that can separate. You want guys that can space out defenses. Uh, and then you want a guy that can distribute. The Chiefs have all of that. The, the only piece that they were missing is it was the running back piece. And they just got it. Yeah. And that's not to say that Damian Williams wasn't a good player. He's still a good player. He's yes, still going to yes. contribute to this team. I mean, he he's a nice speed option here. But here's the funny part. We're how many minutes into this podcast. We're not talking about him as a runner, which he is fantastic at. <laughs> I mean, he is right. a fantastic runner of the ball. He's got excellent vision. He's got ridiculous <laughs> agility. He's perfect for the Chiefs zone heavy scheme. He, like Jake said it, he literally is perfect for what Andy Reid wants in his offense. I, I've been, ta- I've been writing today. He's tailor made. He is tailor made for Andy Reid's offense. He has better lateral agility than anyone on the Chiefs roster, and anyone on the Chiefs roster for several years, he has better vision than just about anybody in the last several years, frankly. Uh, I mean, he's not the most... Like, he's explosive through the hole, but he lacks the second gear. He does not have that second gear. And that's it's kind of evidenced by his, his 40 time, and you look at some of that stuff. And I mean, he didn't test great, but when you watch him on the field, rare agility. I mean, rare, very good vision. I want to call his vision rare. It's not, it's not rare it's vision. Not rare, it's good it's vision. Very good. It's good vision. It's above average vision. I mean, think of it this way. <laughs> Clyde at LSU got to run against a lot of light boxes because that offense is ridiculous. It's a pro style offense too. And he went for 1800 scrimmage yards. He gets to settle right in to another pro-style offense where he's going to see a lot of light boxes again. He can be immediately successful. This is not going to be that big of a transition because his game isn't predicated on speed. It's predicated on his vision and agility, which are going to translate immediately. Oh, and contact balance. And contact balance. Good contact balance, yes. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to kind of look and reset the board, talk about tomorrow, talk about for our today, actually. It's going to be today for you for listening to this. Talk about the Friday draft, how it looks for the Chiefs, and what kind of things that they can address right after this. All right, we have kind of broke down the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire pick. He might seep into this conversation a little bit more. Who knows? But... There is still two more days of the draft, and the Chiefs still have five or four more picks remaining. Perhaps they're going to look to trade back in the second round. Who knows? But I found this interesting because when Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was... Elaire, I'm sorry. We're going to have to really get used to that. Clyde Edwards-Elaire. It's the McColl situation all over again. We're going like, to have to work on that. But there was a lot of good players on the board. Christian Fulton was on the board. Josh Jones, the tackle out of Houston, was on the board. Xavier McKinney, the safety out of Alabama, somehow still on the board. There's there's Etor Grossmatos, the edge from Penn State. A lot of really good football players still remain on the board. I find it fascinating. I wonder I wonder what kind of value is going to be available for the Chiefs at the end of the second round, Craig. 
Yeah, I I mean, there's probably 10 defensive backs that we've talked about that we would be comfortable with the Chiefs taking in the second round. There's a couple of defensive ends. There's a couple of linebackers. There's still a lot of these second round wide receivers. Your Denzel Mims are still there. Michael Pittman Jr. is still there. There's a lot of players that are going to come off the board here in the second round. And the Chiefs, because of the way that they've set up this season and the needs that they have, which are few for 2020, can just sit and wait and pick a guy that they know is going to be a good fit for 2021 and maybe in 2020. You might see a Logan Wilson. You might see a Cam Dantzler at 63. These guys that can come in, step in, and help the Chiefs in 2020 and still build the depth on the defense there. Jake, what kind of wide receivers do you think could be available to the Chiefs at 63? Like, who would you want to see them kind of take a look at at 63? I'm just, we're going all offense now. We're just trying to score hashtag yeah. score 100. We are <laughs> leaning into your bit. I mean, and you you picked running back to Chiefs at 32, hey, so just tell us I what we're doing Clyde. at 63. I picked Clyde at 32. Please. That's what uh, I'm saying. Like, I mean, I come think on. Some good <laughs> well, like, I do want, and it's, this is going to be the bit that I'm going to really start hammering to because I really feel strongly about this. And I talked about this on the live uh, YouTube thing that we did. And I, I really think that Andy, you know, who coached Brett Favre uh, early in his career underneath Ron Wolf, uh, and Ron Wolf, who's in the Hall of Fame as the general manager for the Green Bay Packers, talked about at the end of his career having Brett Favre, his biggest regret was not surrounding him with better weapons. And I think Andy is looking at this situation and saying, okay, now I have the best quarterback I've had since I've coached Brett Favre. And in the but, world. In the yeah. Okay. In the um, world. But anyways, but but ever. What am I gonna do? I don't want to make the same mistake that, you know, the Packers did with Brett and try and, and even with Rodgers is okay, we got the quarterback. Now let's try to fix the defense. Let's spend all this high capital on defense to try to have this super well rounded team. When it's like, why? Just score more points than everyone. <laughs> score one hundred, <laughs> and I think, and I think that's what Andy's honestly doing. And prove me wrong. His last two picks have been first. His last two picks that have been his first picks, I guess. A lot. Miko was not a first rounder, but just explosive athletes. So um, I think looking at this team, if they're going to continue this route with like wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. is my top receiver on the board still. Um, I, I doubt he's there, but, you know, he's a big receiver and those guys tend to fall. And so maybe he is. Um, but a guy that I really like as a fit in Kansas City is, you know, those kind of those gadget type guys that can develop. Um, Brian Edwards out of South Carolina is a guy that I know all of us really like. Um, later, you know, day three, Quintez Cephas is a guy to keep an eye on. But just specifically tomorrow, second and third round, uh, Brian Edwards is a name to keep an eye on. Um, he was hurt throughout the process, but he's a very good player. Uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. is another guy that I think is a really good explosive athlete. Um, he's another kind of gadgety type that I think can fit in that offense well and develop into a full-time wide receiver in the meantime. Um, and then Devin du uh, Duvarney, or whatever you said, the Texas kid. I use, I, I've Duvernay. heard people say call him like Duvarney, but when they pick him, that would just be another name that we can't pronounce. Um, so those are three options right there of guys that I think – um, if, if you just want to keep adding explosive athletes, um, those are some names to keep an eye on. It's funny. We've talked, you remember how big the LaVisca Chenault hype was 
about this time last year, you know, coming out oh. of this draft, a dude that, oh man, oh. this stud wide receiver and all of that. Guys, he might be there at 63 yeah, he, as well. You know what? Like, he still might be I, a stud wide receiver too. He His still might be too. Yeah. Tape, he was hurt, but if you, man, if, if you go back to last year, if, if he didn't play a snap this year, he might have be gone already. If people are just yeah. judging off of his 2018 tape. Um, so yeah, absolutely. He's, he's a great name to keep an eye on. And see, this <laughs> this just feeds into Kent's point here. We're talking about all these guys. That's a lot of really good players that fit the Chiefs it, really well. Here's the thing. There's still some really good corners on the board, too. I said Christian Fulton. Bryce Hall's sitting there. Trevin Diggs is sitting there. Jalen Johnson's sitting there. I... Look, I I don't know when those four are going to fall off the board. I'm sure there's going to be a run on linemen still. There's going to be a run on tier F offensive line. There's going to continue to be a run on receiver too. I don't like maybe the Chiefs can trade up for one of these guys. Maybe maybe Jalen Johnson's sitting there in the 50s. And maybe I I was throwing this around earlier. Maybe you do one of those like like when the Chiefs traded up for Breland Speaks. They gave a pick 56 and 76 or 80, like 76, I think, for picks 46 and 100. Basically, they they traded up and traded back with one pick to try to kind of equalize the value. I wonder if the Chiefs can't do that in this in, in tomorrow and maybe trade 63 and 96. I did the math. It'd probably be something like for pick 54 and 128. Something around that range. I'm just that's just rough estimates. That's that's a ballpark. If one of those corners falls there into the 50s, man, I'm looking I'm looking hard at that. I'm looking hard. If Jalen Johnson's in the 50s, I am trying my best to get up there. I'm trying to figure out a way to get up there because if you start if you start your draft off with Clyde Edwards Elair, I did it right there. And Jalen Johnson, like if you would flip those two for me, I'd be geeked out. I'd feel even better. That would be a fantastic start to this draft. And here here's the funny one. Guys, there hasn't been a safety taken yet. Xavier McKinney. There hasn't been a safety taken yet. Grant Delpit, Jeremy Chin, Kyle Duger, Antoine that Winfield. Happening. That run is happening. That run is going to happen in in the second round. But we're sitting in a situation kind of like Juan Thornhill next year or last year, where the Chiefs might find themselves at 63 with incredible safety value. Now we've talked about how we would pull the trigger on Xavier McKinney, on Grant Dell, but yep. at 32. This might be a Juan Thornhill situation again, a guy that we loved in the first round that fell to the end of the second round. Chiefs could catch some value there. We know how Spags likes to use the safeties now. So I listen, there are ways to still make an impact on this defense to get better while still adding to the offense. Matt Hennessy, you know, Hakeem Adeniji, Nutane Mutai. Like, there's a lot of really That's good it. offense, interior offensive linemen as well. I'm amped about tomorrow. I'm amped about yeah. today. Sorry. I really am excited yeah, to see today. what happens <laughs> in this draft tomorrow. All right, guys, I want to I want us all to go around real quick and just grade the Clyde Edwards Elair pick and we'll wrap this show up. Jake, why don't you start us off? What's your grade on the Clyde Edwards Elair pick? Why? Uh, now, I mean, let's give him an even A. 
No, I don't, I'll give him an A+. Plus. I love the pick. I don't care what anyone says. They're wrong. I'm right. Um, it's he. I mean, he's he's just so tailor-made to, to fit into that scheme. I just can't think of a better offensive weapon to add to that offense. It's, it's like the last piece of the puzzle when it fits just perfectly, and you can look back and kind of look at it in amazement. I like what they're doing. They're all in for 2021. The run it back is, is in full – full steam ahead i'm not looking at 2022 you mean 2020 yeah well the super bowl will be in 2021 (laughs) um i get you and and i like i like that and it's it's tough to win two super bowls back to back and they're positioning themselves to do that so if you if you're positioning yourself to do that with your first pick there let me tell you what there's 31 other nfl franchises i would love to be in that position and i don't know how you can't then give that pick a great great craig now listen, my guy Christian Fulton was still there, so I can't, mm-hmm. in good conscience, give this an A, but I can't give it a B plus. Um, oh, <laughs> the the NFL hates it. Like for every Chiefs fan that you saw that did not like this pick because it was a running back, take a look, and there's three more fans of other teams that are pissed off that the Chiefs got Clyde Edwards Elair. That should tell you. That should tell you what people think about him, the kind of regard that they hold him in. They think that this offense got better. And frankly, that's a little bit scary for the rest of the NFL. It is scary. I gave it a B minus, and it's not about Clyde Edwards Slayer in the slightest. Because if you've been listening to us talk about him, if you've been following us on Twitter, you know what I think about Clyde Edwards Slayer. I love the player. I love the player. I don't know if I love the value of a running back that early. I do think if there's any running back that's going to be able to create enough value or more value, it is him because he has pass catcher traits that are flat out better than anybody else in this class. And he's going to be one of the best pass catching running backs in the National Football League next year. And and he's going to be given a lot of opportunities and be put a lot of favorable situations. Favorable situations to run favorable situations as a pass catcher because he's often going to be the fourth option or fifth option on the field because the Chiefs offense is that good. I mean, real quick, sorry. We need to sidebar here. The Chiefs are going to roll out Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That's scary. That's terrifying. <laughs> okay. I, with Patrick I mean, Mahomes it was our, throwing him the ball. With Patrick Mahomes slinging the rock all over the field. Like... Okay, maybe I need to bump the grade up. <laughs> they need to they need to add some offensive line help. That's that's what they need to do in round two. That's that's what would really get me out. Hey, Matt Matt Hennessy, man, you you get me keep, Matt Hennessy. Matt Hennessy. Keep an eye on keep an eye on a Bob Hunt too. Robert Hunt oh, out yeah, of Louisiana. He's still available too. A lot of good players. A lot of good players left, guys. Keep an eye on Logan Wilson, the linebacker out of Wyoming. Uh, keep an eye on the corners. I think that's where we're looking at. I'm giving it a B minus though. I love I, I love Clyde Clyde Edwards Alaire, the player. Wish they could have I wish they could have traded back to forty and done this and I would have been a lot happier. But they, they tried. Okay. They tried. We know they tried. They did try. Yeah. They did try. So there you go. All right, that is going to do it for day one recap of the NFL draft. We'll be back tomorrow with insta breakdowns, insta reactions on Chiefs picks, and a final episode for the night. Catch you later.